Welcome back to Open Doors at St Lawrence College, the podcast that sheds light on all facets of life within and surrounding UK independent boarding schools by connecting with staff, pupils and parents of St Lawrence College, an independent co-educational boarding and day school situated in the southeast of England. In every episode, we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking questions and spending time to understand more. So let's get into this episode of Open Doors at St Lawrence College. In this episode of Open Doors, we're discovering the role of music in the lives of the junior pupils at St Lawrence College. We're joined by the junior school director of music, Helen Caddick, as well as four young musicians. Together, they'll teach us about the importance of learning music, they'll tell us about their own musical journeys, and they'll help us understand how St Lawrence College supports them in their learning. Let's meet them now. So hello everyone, I am really looking forward to learning more about the role of music in the junior school there at St Lawrence College. I've got a few people here who are going to help me with that, and the first one I'd like to meet and asked to introduce themselves is Ms Caddick. Hello there. Hi, nice to be here. Now Ms Caddick, tell us a little about your role at St Lawrence College and how long you've been there. I've been here a number of years. I'm the music specialist and I got into teaching quite a long time ago really, starting teaching one-on-one piano teaching and lecturing adults in London and I've actually taught children from three years all the way up to 70-year-old children Right. And students at degree level. So it's fascinating, really, teaching all those different age groups. Absolutely. So you've always been a music teacher. That's been your specialist subject all the way through. Yes, although I'm also a composer, so I combine the two. Oh, fantastic. I'd love to hear a little more about that later. Wonderful. But you've brought with you today some other guests that we're going to meet on today's podcast, right? Yes, I have. Excellent. Well, I'd like to meet everyone here in the room. If you could tell me who you are, how old you are, and perhaps what your favourite musical instrument is. Hi, my name's Mifushin and I've been in this school since nursery and I'm 11 years old and my favourite instrument is probably the drums. Excellent. Hello, Mifushin. Hello, I'm Alyssa. I have been in this school since nursery and I'm now 11 years old and I would say my favourite instrument would be the piano, although I very much love singing. Oh, excellent. Great. Well, good to meet you, Alyssa. Uh, who else do we have? Hello, my name is Rufus Tussle. I have been in the school since year four, and my favourite instrument is probably, probably the same as Alyssa, the piano, but also I love singing. Excellent. Well, great to meet you there, Rufus. And we have one more guest. Hello, I'm Oscar, and I've been here for seven years, and my, and my favourite instrument is probably the violin. The violin. Brilliant. Well, look, great to meet you too, Oscar. Thank you, all of you, so much for joining us. So I'm going to return to Ms Caddick briefly to learn a little bit more, um, not just about you, Ms Caddick, but about also the role of music there at St Lawrence College. You mentioned there that you've taught, I love the way you phrased it, children all the way up to the age of 70. Mm. Is there much difference between the way you teach music depending on different age groups or, or, or does it work universally for everyone? I think that's a really interesting question. I mean, when I've taught degree level students, um, we focus very much on the compositional process uh, and songwriting and um, looking at music from all over the world. And I, I think that is really, really important for whatever age you are. You should be being exposed to all kinds of music, all kinds of cultures and I think that's what's really fascinating about music is that um, it's a universal language. You don't have to speak a language. You can go anywhere mm-hmm. in the world, sit down with a musical instrument, play a piece of music. And 
that's amazing to me. And it's a subject that you can lose yourself in and study your entire life. So I think, I mean, with, with little children, what they really love is doing lots of action games, singing, songs. So they're learning through fun, um, a good sense of timing, they're stretching their voice, um, and then they begin to be introduced to the instruments and be introduced to music notation. So as we go through the school, um, it gets more and more advanced as to the kind of things that we might look at. So potentially in um, year five, we'll look at things like um, structures of the 12 bar blues. We'll begin in year five and six to look at the traits of African music, the traits of Indian music. We've got um, an incredible enrichment day coming up that ties in with some of the things that year six have been doing looking at gamelan music but we've got um a specialist bringing a gamelan orchestra from london for the children to play which will be amazing because gamelan music's taught in such a different way through numbers and the sound of the instruments is different to western instruments now this is something i haven't heard before gamelan music um, help me understand that well, gamelan um, comes from Indonesia. They have multiple gamelan ensembles in Java and Bali. And the instruments are tuned very differently. In Bali, the instruments are tuned in pairs to be slightly out of tune with each other to give a shimmering quality. And you can't take one instrument from one ensemble and put it in another because each gamelan ensemble is tu- it's tuned as an entity to be used only as that one ensemble but they use gamelan to celebrate all kinds of things from weddings to funerals to shops opening to parties all kinds of things so I've I haven't been to Bali myself but I'm told that anywhere on the island you can hear a gamelan orchestra playing in the background and it's fascinating absolutely fascinating wow so already I'm learning something and I'm getting an impression here that the approach to music learning at St. Lawrence College it, it is far from being just, well, look, let's learn how to play these instruments because you're telling me about all kinds of things to learn from different cultures and different approaches. It sounds quite a wide-ranging sort of way of approaching music teaching. Yeah, I, I, potentially it is. I mean, I think the fundamental principle for me, I've always felt really strongly that children of this age should have a lot of hands-on experience with the instruments far less on written work. It's about the hands-on, but they do read notation. They do get a chance to write notation down and to capture ideas. So being able to explore um, composing and creating your own ideas, I think is so important. And music is just such an important subject. I mean, I I don't know if many people realise this, but at Oxbridge, they take 50% of students who have grade eight on an instrument, regardless of what they're there to study, because they want to see the rounded student that's got a lot to offer. And um, I think there are many principles about your way of life. I mean, if you look at the Venezuelan Youth Orchestra and what they've done in youth Venezuela to give instruments to children living on the street and put them into orchestras, it gives those children a sense of community so that if they fall on hard times, they've always got a structure around them. And I think what would be amazing to do is to sort of follow that principle here, give instruments to all children to learn, and then support them financially if they can't afford it, and if they show talent and they want to continue. So Ms. Caddick, it sounds like you're saying that by learning music, you're actually building 
possibly a wider range of skills and uh, and characteristics than maybe a lot of us realise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for a start, it's very much a cross-curricular subject. You know, maths is embedded into music in the way that rhythm can be broken down. And when you look at lyrics and librettos and poetry, you know, all of those things connect. The historical aspect, what was happening in music in the early ages and so forth. Um, And geography, of course, you know, music all over the world. It connects with a multiple um, range of subjects. So we're always looking at the bigger picture. And my students here, we're all musical detectives and astronauts. And we're always curious about the world out there. And we come together as a team. And I think what is really, really lovely about St Lawrence is that we do champion all the children. We see music as a very important subject. When you look at um, other areas in the state sector where they perhaps equally value and do equally value music, but they just don't have the funds. And with the current trend with the government to focus on math, science and English, it's really amazing that here we have a dedicated music room, we have dedicated musical instruments right across a range of different kinds. And the children here know that I'm always looking for unusual instruments to bring in, to use in composing with them, to see what they do with them. So it's, it's always really exciting and it feels like a a lab really in the music room i don't know if they will agree with me but that's the idea behind the thinking i love that what were you, you said musical explorers and astronauts yes musical detectives and musical astronauts. detectives and astronauts are fantastic yeah. what a lovely image that is you mentioned different instruments there that you bring in what different instruments do you play Ms. caddick well i play violin and piano i mean piano i love the most, I think, because it's just got this huge range. I've, I've got a really old battered grand piano at home that I adore. It's a very old bluthner, but it's just amazing because you can lean inside the piano, you can experiment, and you can access the whole range of notes that all the instruments in an orchestra can play. So I think pianos, for me, are very special. But violin and stringed instruments, which, of course, my students here, Rufus and Oscar, play, there's also something very special about being able to wrap your arms around an instrument and feel the sensation of vibration going through you. So I think every instrument gives by the bucket load in reward and experience and excitement. It's, it's just an incredible thing to play a musical instrument. And I, I was just going to say that I think it's also very fascinating that when you look at the elderly, those people that have... Um, studied music through their life the fact that even if they've lost their short-term memory they can still sit down at the piano and play entire pieces of music is something I understand that doctors are tapping into and trying to work out what it is about music that is just so so special that's fascinating so it's a, a really incredibly important subject and should be taught in all schools now, we've heard a bit about the, the opportunities to learn, the opportunities for, for, for exploration within music. How about the idea of performance? What opportunities do the children have to perform their music? We have quite a lot of performances. I mean, actually, there are 11 performances across the year. Some of these guys in this group here with me, they brilliantly performed in the Nativity Band, which was just a really wonderful experience. I take six year six students um, each autumn term and then they have a day and a half literally to learn um, a load of percussion parts tuned and non-tuned 
and then they accompany the little ones in their nativity performances which is really lovely we deliver tea time concerts twice a year we just did one on tuesday and we also take the choir to sing for the elderly at buckmaster house every christmas which is something that the um, elderly really really look forward to and our students do too because they get a chance to have a cup of tea with them after and a biscuit and have a chat. Um, and we took the children to sing at the Broadstairs Bandstand at the Dickens Festival. They get a chance every week as well to sign up to play as all the children walk into assembly, which is a lovely um, thing to do because it's low-key, it's quite informal, and the children are really, really supportive. They really listen. We go on music trips as well, which can involve some performance within it. So there's a whole load of things going on, aside from the fact that we have an incredibly dedicated, very highly talented team of musical peripatetic tutors that come in each week to deliver extra instrumental lessons. I see. There's certainly a lot going on there by the sound of it. A lot a lot of different dimensions to, to the whole role of, uh, of exploring music at St Lawrence College. That, that it sounds fascinating. While you've been there, while you've been um, such an important part of the team at St Lawrence, are there any particular moments that you look back on or particular musicians, young musicians that you can think about and look back on and, and feel proud of? Well, I, I feel very proud of every single one of my musicians at the school, every single one of them. I think they're all incredible. I mean, what, what they can do always astounds me. Um, I mean, there have been many, many moments across the years, but one of the things that really sticks in my mind, the year six class back in 2010, I think it was, um, created a piece inspired by the Chilean miners being trapped underground because we look at things in the news and we think about how we might use that to inspire a composition. And it was a really moving experience because the day before the children performed it in the concert, all of those miners got out and were rescued. And so the experience of performing the piece was absolutely transformed and the experience of the audience listening to it was transformed. And it's something that we just didn't envisage. And one of the children had had the great idea of singing the um, Chilean national anthem. So we hummed it within the piece that got stronger and stronger around all their other ideas. And it, it was just a very, very moving moment. One other moment um, was singing Carmina Burana at the Dickens Festival Broadstairs Bandstand when there was a storm brewing and it was really windy and these big, heavy black rain clouds were creeping in. And that was just amazing. So I think... The different um, performance situations is endlessly fascinating. Wonderful. Right, I'm going to turn our attention now to the other musicians we have in the room. There's a few questions I would really like to know from you folks. Let's maybe begin with Oscar. Oscar, could you tell me, I'm going to ask you, do you think it's important to learn music at school? And if so, why? I think it's important to learn music at school because then you can feel happy and what's the smile on other people's faces. That's a nice idea to have, absolutely. Yeah. Rufus, what do you think? Is, is learning music at school an important thing? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it's because people can learn new stuff and enjoy it and make other people enjoy it. It makes um, really good sense. I see. So like Oscar, you, you like to see that joy, that impression that you bring to, to other people through your music. Nice. Uh, Alyssa, what are your thoughts? 
I think that it's really important to learn music at school because you can really engross yourself in it and get lost in all of the tunes and your thoughts running through your mind. And if you're having a particularly hard day, you know, you can put all of that aside and you can just focus on the music. I see. I I didn't think of it that way. So music actually gives you something to help you in terms of the way you feel about things and and the way you're coping with life. Yes. Excellent. And Mathushan, what do you think about how important it is to to learn music at school? Well, I think music is really important to learn at school because... Because then, because if you don't, if you're, if you're going to some place that you don't know and you don't know the language, you can communicate with music. I see music as a form of communication, a little bit, a little bit like the ideas that that Muscadic was mentioning. Brilliant. I see. Okay, I think I'd like to know now a little bit more. You've told me initially what instruments you play, but I'd like to know a little bit more about how long you've been playing that instrument, whether you found it easy, whether you found it difficult, whether you've changed your mind about the instruments that you play. I'd like to know a little bit more about that. Should we start with Alyssa for this one? Well, I don't play much of instruments. I prefer singing and I have been singing for a very long time since I was very little But more recently, I've been taking up lessons and I'm going into exams very soon. Exams? Yes, music exams. I see. And are they going to be difficult? How are you feeling about those exams? I'm quite nervous because it's my first music exam and I'm going straight into grade four. Well, look, all the best with that. I'm sure you'll be well supported going into that one. Mathushan, would you like to tell me a bit more about your journey in your particular... You play the drums, am I right? That's your that's your preference. Yes, I used to play the drums and I still like to play the drums because I have a little drum set at home. And every time I get angry, I just smack the um, drum set. Oh, that's interesting. That was an idea that Alyssa mentioned, wasn't it? Uh, music as a way of expressing yourself and dealing with your own feelings? Yes. Oh, that's good to know. So drums uh, is something you have a particular fondness for. Any other instruments in your life? Well, I used to play the piano. Mm -hmm. And I played a a song called um, London Bridge is Falling Down. And I still know how to play it. And that's why I like to play the piano. I see, I see. Rufus, how about you? Well, I've been playing the piano since I was five. So I did um, do it at my old school as well. But I didn't do it that that more um, interestingly, but when I started this school, I I started to going in into it more, and um, I did um, exams in this school as well. I see. What was it you think about the way that you learn music at St Lawrence College that helped you get more interested? Hmm, difficult question, but um, it gives me more interested because you you, you can um, try to play some of your favourite songs you've heard on. A podcast or a radio or just from your own playlist um, you made um, from other songs. I see. And what is your favourite song to play? Hmm. Uh, my favourite song is playing the Pink Panther theme, which is I played in assembly last week. Oh, fantastic. You've got a chance to, to share your favourite music with, with the rest of the school. Yes. That sounds brilliant. And Oscar, let's turn to you. Tell me a bit more about your journey with the, with the violin um, how long you've been learning it and, and whether there are any other instruments in your life. I've played the violin since I was eight and I'm about to take my grade two. I've been playing the ukulele since I was four and the ocarina since I was four. 
I see. And if you were going to give some advice to somebody who was learning a new instrument, Oscar, what might that advice be? My advice would be to try really hard, practice every day. That sounds good advice straight away. Absolutely. Rufus, what would your tips be for somebody learning a new instrument? Uh, Keep calm, listen to what the teacher says and just try and do your best and enjoy it. Enjoy it. That sounds like fair enough advice. Mathushan, your advice for someone beginning an instrument? Well, I would say to just be patient because you can't just learn an instrument straight away. You need practice and just be patient. That's it. I see. Do you think people can get frustrated sometimes if if they're not learning quick enough and your advice is is just to to stick with it? Yes. That sounds very wise. And now, Alyssa, I know singing is your your main uh, musical interest. What advice would you have for someone who's beginning singing? I would say that you need to be prepared to put the time and effort into it, but don't make it feel like it's a chore. Singing and all type of music shouldn't feel like it's a chore. It should feel like you're really enjoying it. I think that's really good advice. And I think that comes through from something that, that all of you have mentioned. This is something to enjoy, isn't it? It's not a chore. It's something that uh, you can explore and, and have fun with. That that sounds really clear. So, Ms. Caddick, it sounds like you've got a really eager, interested, passionate bunch of young musicians there. I have. <laughs> they're really on it. I love what they were all saying there. I mean, I, I think when you're learning an instrument, it is a case of keeping at it, even if it's just five minutes a day, like brushing your teeth. It's just getting into that habit and only doing a little bit a day and not feeling like you've got to do all of it, a big avalanche in one go. I think that's the real secret. And it is just keeping going, like these guys have just said. It really is just keep chipping away. And like Methuselah said, keeping patient and keep working on it and you will get there. It's like climbing Everest, isn't it? It's one step at a time and you'll get there. I like that mix in the advice that's been given to us here about enjoying it, and relaxing and not being too hard on yourself, but also recognising that a little bit of hard work and a little bit of perseverance does pay off and and, and you can become as talented a musician as the, the, the young musicians we have gathered here. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, Ms. Caddick, I've got a final question for you. We've probably got a lot of parents listening to this, whether they're existing parents at the school or possibly parents who are thinking uh, about St. Lawrence College as somewhere that their children can go. What advice would you have for parents who are thinking, well, I understand that music could be a positive force in my child's life. How should I go about it? How do I make sure they take the right approach? What's your advice for parents? That's a really, really good one. Um, Well, I... I think um, come to the school, have a look at the music room, see what kind of things we do here. If your child is thinking of learning an instrument, the ideal age really is around age seven. But if they want to start um, younger, they can always have a taster lesson. We offer two free taster lessons on two different instruments to help children decide what they'd like to do. And I think it is a really, really good thing to learn a musical instrument because if you do a bit of practice in the morning, music is the only thing proven to give your brain a workout. You know, if you do a song with actions, which the children do with me a lot, it effectively works both sides of your brain. So if you did that, you hit the ground running when you come into school. You're wide awake for maths and English and every other subject. And I I just think it's a brilliant thing to do. So encouraging a child to take up an instrument... Um, perhaps piano or recorder 
as a beginner instrument um, or even harp. I mean, we, we offer everything here. We're even starting accordion lessons in the autumn. Aside from string brass, woodwind instruments, um, you know, the, the world's your oyster. Fabulous. Final question for you then, Ms. Caddick. We heard from Rufus earlier that he really enjoys performing uh, the Pink Panther theme. Um, if you could perform any piece of music in front of an audience, what would you choose? I would love to do Stockhausen's Helicopter String Quartet, which was written for four helicopters, a string quartet, four pilots and four sound technicians. And the quartet plays tremolos, which blend with the timbre and rhythm of the rotor blades, so they sound like buzzing insects. I think that would be amazing. Wow. I don't know much about music myself. I wasn't expecting an answer like that. I now want to go and look that up. Tell me again what it's called so I can go and look that up. It's called Stockhausen's Helicopter Quartet. Amazing. Right, there we go. That's something that I'm sure will broaden my mind and my ideas about music and possibly everyone else who's listening. I'd like to thank all of you, Ms. Um, Kadik, as well as Mathushin, Alyssa, Rufus and Oscar. You've really helped us understand more about the ideas around the way music is approached in the junior school there at St. Lawrence College. It sounds a lot of fun. It sounds like sometimes it's hard work, but it sounds like it's always enjoyable. You've all been brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. That was St. Lawrence College's Junior School Director of Music, Helen Caddick, along with Oscar, Mathushin, Alyssa and Rufus. Together, they showed us how, with the right approach, music has the potential to teach us so much about the world and about ourselves. That's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school website, slcuk.com. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to next time. Bye for now.